I was walking up here and I got a song stuck in my head. What are we? <laughs> but I couldn't find it, so I played this. Oh, it is. Yeah. Oh, we go. This is the real one, baby. Yeah. Huh. Shot town, up. Southside, Southside, we gon' set this party off right. Westside, Westside, we gon' set this party off right. Man, I promise, she's so self-conscious. Yeah. She has no idea what she's doing in college. That major that she majored and don't make no money. But she won't drop out her parents to look at her funny. Now, tell me that ain't insecure. The concept of school seems so secure. Sophomore three girls ain't picked a career. She like, fuck it, I'll just stay down her and do it. Cause that's enough money to buy her a few pairs of new ears. Cause her baby daddy don't really care. She's so precious with the peer pressure. Couldn't afford a car, so she named her daughter Alexis. Yeah, it's so long that it looked like we. And she cut it all off, now she look like Eve. And she be dealing with some issues that you can't she believe. She like Eve. Single black feet. What's going on, beautiful people? My name is Kasabian Lavo. Welcome to the Kasabian Lavo Show. We finally figured out how to make the music fade out without dropping off the face of the earth, Bob. What y'all doing? We in here. I went live on Facebook. It was cool. A lot of fucking people. Not as many as I thought it would be. So I did not feel good about myself. I actually felt worse. Especially because I'm like, I don't do that shit. Ew. But I'm going to do it again tonight. And I'm going to get better at this shit. I'm going to master that shit. If this is the first time that you've uh, listened to the show, thank you. I hope you learned something. My name's Kasabian Lavo. I was just a fat kid from the Bronx that moved to Las Vegas with a dream of becoming a rapper one day. That day came. I became that rapper. Uh... Along that journey, I've become a businessman, and with good business, you start to kind of morph into a politician. The bigger you get, the more uh, involved in state laws, city laws, licensing, taxes. I mean, there's so much fucking shit that you get into, and then you start asking questions like, where the fuck is my money going? Why are these people struggling? What's really going on? Right? And then... You you grow up in a family that tells you that Republicans are, are bad people. You know, they want to take everything from us and that food stamps is good and welfare is good, right? And they, and they put us on this system that makes you feel like you're needed or you need them. You're just, you're useless, right? Because I grew up in a house with a blind grandfather and a grandmother that had to take care of him. Nobody worked. I busted my ass because I knew what that looked like. I never asked to go to the movies. I never asked for shit. I stayed quiet. I drew. I became a great artist. I've taken that art to have my interior design firm. We do developing. We help people come up with fucking architectural designs. This shit is awesome. I went to school. 3D animation. CGI. Graphic design. I mean, I'm doing Photoshop fucking 15 years or some shit now. Like, or longer. Jesus Christ. I'm old as shit now. But I was just a kid, man, in a fucking shitty neighborhood with a horrible fucking environment around me and really no way out unless it was like playing sports or fucking dealing dope and not getting caught. But like every story ended the same way, dead or in jail. Kids mad young, can't take care of their kids, felonies. Like there really is no way out. 
More people need to go back. I go back. I love going back. I love talking. People look at me strange because I say I'm a Trump supporter and I am. I'm for the people. Not one person has stepped up to that podium yet and said what they're going to do to help the people. Making people dependent is not helping them. This country is based on freedom. The biggest freedom comes with money and wealth. I know it sounds superficial, but it's the truth. When you build wealth and you have enough money to do what the fuck you want to do, you move different. Okay? Things change. That's not possible in other countries. With my music and my travels, I've been able to witness how other countries operate. And you hear all these great stories and you hear all these things and they're not all hospitable. They're not very nice fucking people. If you don't speak the language, fuck you. Let's go next. Excuse me. I beg my pardon. Jesus. I'm drinking a rock at the star. Whoo. Got me lit. So. When you come home and you hear people say racism and you're like, man, what are you talking about? Like there's certain things that don't make. Um, don't make sense because I'm we're out here. Like, I get it. There's pockets of bad, but I've been places where you get looked at like you're fucking crazy if you don't know what you're talking about, and felt lonely as shit. I know here if somebody can't communicate, we all get together and help them, no matter what's going on at any point in time. If you've ever seen anybody struggle, there's always a group of people around trying to help. Always, they will gather and help as a community. We always do that as Americans. It's fucking awesome. I think America's fucking dope. It's a place that gave an opportunity to a kid that honestly shouldn't even be here because I had two people that raised me that couldn't even produce and and give anything to society. They weren't able to take care of themselves. And it wasn't their fault. But that made me adapt and understand that I had to work ten times harder because I know what it's like not to have. Where are my tax... Where are every single one of my tax dollars going when I know what the school system looks like because I just got out of it? I was there. I I know the weaknesses. You don't learn anything about life. I think we can all agree that when you go to school, you learn things that honestly aren't useful. They really aren't. Very few times have I used any geometry and it's only because of design work and algebra, fucking A squared plus B squared and C squared just for slope and shit. And I think that's geometry too. You see what I'm saying? I think I used pi like twice. And that's cool. But nobody taught me credit. Nobody taught me how to build a savings account. Two to three months worth of of monies to make sure that I'm good at all times. I know it may sound very common, but I bet you right now, fucking nine out of ten of you out there don't got three months worth of money in the bank. And don't get mad. It's just the truth. It's America's fucking statistics. What, 86% of Americans can't afford a $500 fucking catastrophe? 500 bucks. $500. Five fucking hundred dollars. So you tell me you have three months worth of money. And honestly, the good number would be six to a year. Six to a year. And I'm talking about everything fucking ready to go. You need $65,000 to live for one year. And I'm talking about cushiony. Boom. You have to have that in savings. I was never taught that. I was never taught how to fill out a fucking rental application, how to fucking write checks. I know it sounds stupid. Your parents are supposed to teach you this. And I'm teaching my kids now. You see, these are the the tools that I didn't have. But even a basic uh, life class would have taught, hey, this is how you fill out a quick check. This is how you apply to get a bank account. 
I had a bank account like $400 in it for like four years. I didn't even know it was in there. I forgot I even opened it. Nobody told me. Nobody told me I was a fucking dumb kid with a bank account. I had this Bank of America had these real little uh, debit cards that you put on your keychain, almost like like your little gym memberships or like Smith's cards. So, wow, that was a lot of name dropping. Jesus. Uh, I had that thing one night. Like, I think I, I was fucking out of gas. I'm in the middle of fucking Henderson chasing some ass, I'm sure. I was hungry. And it was late as fuck. And I was like, man, I don't have no money. I like five bucks cash. And I was like, you know what? I got this stupid bank card and I swiped it. And I was like, yo, um, I don't know how much is on it. Can I get gas? And can I get these this chips and some shit? And he's like, yeah, I'm going to swipe it as credit so it'll be open. Okay, I have a debit card. He's going to swipe it as credit so that it's open. What does that mean? Basically, when I pick up the pump, it'll just let me fucking run it until it clicks. Instead of me putting like a predetermined number all right that's cool nobody told me that you know you learn that later or that when a company says they're going to put a hold on your account they're going to take the money that's what a hold means we're going to take the money it doesn't mean oh you're good we're just going to do no no no. a hold means they're taking the money they'll tell you that they don't have it they don't it's like in a fucking escrow and i'm sure some people don't know what escrows are you know life is something that we really can't be ready for because it's just so unpredictable but there's certain basics that everybody should have just as human beings i think we should be able to all know how to change a fucking tire nail a nail fix your own toilet or at least attempt it just simple shit i think should be taught just to keep listen i'm a firm believer that the biggest solution to keep you out of fucking losing your mind is accomplishment We're missing out on accomplishment. Clean your room and enjoy your clean room. Wash your car. Enjoy your clean car. Bask in what you've done. It's okay to enjoy what you've done. It's okay to be sad. It's okay to be mad. Like, there's nothing wrong with these things. It's okay to misunderstand something and be upset. It's okay. Shit happens. What's not okay is when you fester. You, you can't fester and shit. I don't even know why we got here. Why are we going so deep right now? What are you guys doing to me? I was going to talk about the the Michigan fucking pinga de madre. E. Ilhan, Omar, and Rashida Talib. And how they couldn't go to Israel. So, they got denied access to go and protest in another country. Like, their plan to go to Israel was to protest. Damn, was it Israel Palestine? See, I'm talking on my ass. I ain't even gonna lie. I know the story. I just don't know the facts to it because I was like, it's whatever. It sounds so fucking crazy. But hold on, let's find it. I'm on Breitbart, the app. <clears throat> I'm so sorry. You guys are gonna be like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? What are you doing? Oh, yeah, by the way, we're not. Nowhere near a recession, nor is the world. Um, Far from it. Far from it. Ilhan Omar. You know, and I really like them because they're like powerful women. It's cool. Just I wish they weren't so fucking nuts. It's just weird. Why are you fighting us? Like, what's the point of fighting your country? We're your people. We don't fight your people. Uh-huh. Ooh. Mm-mm. 
Beto O'Rourke. Oh, yo. Beto said, he said insulin costs $400 a month and an AR costs 350 bucks, and you can kill for a lifetime with it, but you need insulin every month. And he was like, it's not fair. <laughs> yeah, that's weird, dude. Here we go. Senator, remember, reported in discussions about ways to condemn Israel's Ebony, what? Envoy to Washington. Unmentioned and reports. It is Israel. Basically, she wanted to go over there and protest and start shit. Both of them did. And Trump made an announcement. He was like, Israel, you know, if you allow them to go over there, they're basically going to disrespect you. And that's just going to make us look bad because, you know, we've done so much to help. And they agreed. What's you're not going to come into our country to protest us and, and shit on us. So no, thank you. Then Rashida Talib uh, has a grandmother there and requested to see her grandmother because she was she's aging and ill. And uh, I guess they spoke to Trump and he said, yeah, let her through. And then she got mad and she said, nope, that she's not going to go over there because that they're dealing with Trump. I'm like, I might have fucked that last part up. I'm pretty sure I did. We're just going to run with it. OK, something like that. All right. Don't fucking judge me. Okay, I'm not here for that. All right, I'm sorry. Give me a hug. All right, we're good. We're good? All right. Either way, they were denied because they were going to go start shit. Then they get mad. They they find a loophole. They get it. Then they flip and go, nah, fuck that. Now we don't want to go. Fuck y'all. This is what we're talking about. This is exactly why we're going to go protest. And they're like, no, the fuck you ain't. I don't know if it was her uncle for real, but somebody said her uncle said, because he was talking, but I don't understand the language. And he was like, she doesn't want to come here to see her grandmother. She wants to come here and protest. If she wants to see her grandmother, she could have came at any other time, and she's never made the effort. It's like, ooh, and that's family. I mean, I guess. Who knows? I don't know who that guy was. They said it was him, but you know how that goes. I think that's weird that, um, damn, did I finish the first topic? Did I just leave it hanging? I was introducing myself. I got carried away. I apologize. Welcome to Kasabian Lavo Show. Head over to www.klavo.com and go pick up some merch. Uh, follow me on Instagram, Kasabian Lavo. Uh, like the show. If you're listening on iTunes, like it, share it, tell people. Tell people to listen. Even if you just listen to talk shit to me, that's fine. Talk shit to me, please. My teeth just whistled. My tooths. My tooths whistled. I'm not perfect. And that's my superpower. I can admit my weaknesses. It's cool, man. It's it's fucking okay. Like, it's not that big of a fucking deal to not know things, and it's okay to discuss things and feel, you know, just because you don't know, it doesn't mean that you're a, uh, you're dumb. You know, being ignorant to something is not a bad thing. If you don't know, you don't know. And if you have an opinion on something and, and you know, you want to expound on it, but you, you might be misinformed, you know, why not take bits and pieces of information that you may believe or may not believe, but at least even try to fight it. Like, if you if you hear something on my show and you go, there's no fucking way that's true, I want you to go look it up. I want you to go and, and, and you know, prove your, your argument. If I say something and you heard something else, prove what that is. But it can't come from just random media. It has to be things that are, like, factual and, and not think pieces. Like, there's a lot of... Uh, News outlets that put a lot of extra sauce on things and make things very emotional and very, um, what's the fucking word? They like to trigger you. 
and it might not mean half the shit that they're telling you, but they're going to feed it to you and then keep feeding it and feeding it, feeding it, feeding it, feeding it to you. And you buy it. And I mean, without even understanding, like when I heard people say, I can't believe Trump is really stopping the bill to get people to work. I found that to be hilarious because that wasn't even the case. That had nothing to do with it. Trump was making a power move to get the money for the wall. And either way, he figured it out. But the conversation had nothing to do with that because we could have passed that. No problem. You see, they don't even tell you why that was an issue. But I heard a lot of people using that as like a, a stand. Oh, I thought Trump was for jobs. Why is he doing that? Well, I mean, if you understood why, maybe you wouldn't think that way. And then maybe if you did, you know, you heard and you say, you know what? No, nah, I still feel the same way I feel. That's fine, too. Totally fucking fine. Either way, I'm just going to give you what I'm hearing. I'm going to put my fucking sauce on it because this is the sauce show. And I'm going to sauce the fuck out of it for you. There's just a lot of information that'll blow your fucking mind. Like, here, Google this. You want to you want to lose your mind? There was a scientific team. I want it's either two thousand two 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 two. Let me start again. Google this. There was a team in either twenty between twenty twelve and twenty fifteen. That's the time frame that I got in my brain. A team of scientists that went down to the Arctic to prove that it was shrinking. Lo and behold, when they got there, they were actually stuck in ice because it had grown. And my brain is drawing a blank, but between 26 and 36 miles more of ice. So it, instead of it shrinking, it had grown bigger than what it's ever been. And these morons got stuck, and the United States went down to save these idiots and bring them back. Look it up. True story. There were scientists and some crazy kooky motherfuckers that swore global warming was real and that everything was melting. And they got stuck and had to be rescued. So... Global warming, folks. There it is for you. Um, this whole getting denied getting into another country because they know that you're just going to start shit is funny to me because n- nobody's going, oh, I can't believe Israel's being so re- disrespectful and there's such pigs over there. They're not letting people in. Like, bro, everybody comes here and everybody's dying to let them in. When somebody else doesn't let somebody in, like, did you, there was a fucking treaty that was posted from fucking Australia. Like, don't fucking come here if you don't got your shit right. Don't come here because you're a political this or you're that. Like, they were like, fuck off. We don't want nothing. You pull up in a boat, we're turning your ass the fuck around. We're not dealing with you. We're not even going to arrest you. Just get the fuck out of here. They can say that nobody says shit. We're trying to tell people to come here the right way instead of sneaking in. And doing things that are just not... We, we have rules. We have fucking rules. People fight rules and they make... They put emotions to these rules. And that's a fucking problem. You gotta stop putting emotions to these rules. They love scare tactics. The new scare tactic is Trump is racist. What happened to Russian collusion? Come on, y'all. We was talking collusion so much. Motherfuckers started saying that was political scientists. Collusion isn't even illegal. Collusion doesn't even mean anything. If you look up the definition, it really don't mean much. We talking with one another? It means everybody colludes every day. They did nothing wrong. And then what they tried to prove is that they tampered with the investigation. Basically a process crime for tampering with evidence by not giving it or lying or misleading. When the Mueller report was released... In the volume two version of it, which had all this just just literally it was a a diary of sensationalized events that were just completely blown out of proportion with way too much opinion and way too much feelings and no facts. 
pretty much all the facts were in volume one, which said that there was no collusion. Therefore, when that was discovered, the clay should have been closed. No more. Instead, it continued for two years and wasted $25 million of American tax money for a witch hunt. It was a witch hunt. And pretty embarrassing because they really made us think that something was going on, right? Everybody's always working with the Russians. Are you working with the Russians? Nah. Don't you remember the other day they were like, hey, Trump, you're going to tell Vlad to cut it out? He's like, hold on, let me tell him. Hey, you going to stop? And, like, they laughed. Like, that's fucking hilarious. That's who Trump is, dude. Like, he's so fucking funny. It's funny. Then they want to do the race thing. Well, the race thing is touchy. Because eight years of Obama, people wouldn't criticize him because the first thing that they would say is, that's racist. The only reason you have a problem with him is because he's black. Nobody criticized him when nothing was happening. The economy was falling The economy fell. Everybody was on food stamps. Nobody says shit. More people are working now than ever. Less people are on food stamps now than ever. Everybody is coming together. Things are moving. If you're in the right state, you are looking at a whole new life. This wasn't a thing four years ago. We were told it's not unemployment, it's fun employment. You can learn how to paint. With what money, bitch? I'm broke. Fucking weirdo. What the fuck is fun employment? The race thing gets touchy because being Puerto Rican <clears throat> being Puerto Rican is 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 a uh, it's weird. You know, we're we're the Africans, so you know, although I am fair skinned. I tan fucking darker than shit, but not enough to say that I look black. Uh, I might look mixed at times, um, but fucking for the most part. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty dark, but whatever. Either way, uh, my characteristics are very fucking defined. And I look very fucking Spanish or ethnic or something. Like when you see me, you know, there's some different. But, you know, in some people's eyes, we're black and we're treated a certain way. In some people's eyes, we're Spanish, uh, Mexican to be exact, and we're treated some type of way. It depends where you are. Uh, New York, East Coast, we're considered black. You know, we're Hispanics, but we're blacks. We are one and the same. We make soul food. They make soul food. Um, you know, we we barbecue and party loud. They barbecue and party loud. Like, we're the same people. And, it, and we, it's true. Uh, Puerto Ricans are African. They're Indians and Spaniards. Uh, Taneo Indian, to be exact. Uh, we have blue eyes. That comes from the Germans that try to invade and stayed there. And actually calling a Puerto Rican a German is very disrespectful, although true. That's where the blue eyes came from in the Caribbeans, from uh, the Germans. That's fucking nuts, right? My grandfather was black with blue eyes. Crazy mix. Fucking handsome son of a bitch. I wish I had fucking blue eyes. My eyes were hazel. My mom, blonde hair, blue eyes. Looks like a little white lady. Spanish as fuck. Spanish as fuck. In New York, you get treated a certain way. Uh, when I moved to Vegas, that's when I dealt with the most racism, and I found it. Um, I didn't care. Like, I, what can I do about it? Like, I'm me. Get over it. Mexicans didn't like me because I don't need to have papers. Like, why y'all better than us? I nobody said that. We speak different. Um, you know, we're different types of Spanish. We're different types of Indian. Uh, we eat different foods. Our cultures are similar and different at the same time. It's just it is what it is. We're just different people. Uh, 
but I would get I would get shit. Um, which was weird, but yeah, I would get shit. You know, some of them would fuck with me, some of them didn't fuck with me because of that. They found that to be appalling that we just get papers off rip and they have to do everything they have to do to get them. And and I mean, you know, understandably so. I'd be upset too, I guess. I don't know. I'm fucking having like the worst indigestion right now, and I don't have one of those cough buttons, so I gotta turn my face. I'm sorry, I gotta get a cough button. Uh, you know, to 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 some people, we were black. The same Hispanics that treated us a certain way would treat us a completely different way when they thought we were the black Puerto Ricans, which is funny, right? <clears throat> and I know it, it sounds so silly, but it's so fucking real. You know, black people would think I'm Mexican. Some black people would think I'm black. Um, white people didn't know what the fuck I was. And we were always cool with Asians. Puerto Ricans and Asians go together like fucking rice and, and fucking habichuela. And rice and fucking pork fried rice and fucking chicken wings, bro. All that shit. And I know chicken wings is a horrible one, but I'm just thinking about those fucking little red wings right now. Like, yo, lit, bro. Some duck sauce. Oh, I gotta go back to New York. I gotta eat some Chinese food. Oh, fuck. The race thing... The race thing to me has always been weird. Um, <clears throat> I don't see color. Who cares? My wife is Creole. Uh, which makes her very fair-skinned. She's you know, she's mixed black and white, but the black in her blood is Creole. So she came out very fair-skinned. She's Irish and Creole. So that's French, African. There's all types of shit going on in there. Crazy mix. And I made beautiful babies. Um, as far as I know, I'm... 100% Puerto Rican, but really, who knows anything? Um, I swear my nose looks a little Italian. Sometimes it looks Arabian. It just depends when you catch me. Long hair, short hair, big beard. It's just, you know, I can get confused all the time for a Vinny or a Joe or a, a fucking a Hamed. I've fucking seen it before. It's all good, especially when I had, like, my piercing in my face. Like, man, Indian folks love that shit. They love to talk to you. But how'd you get there? What's that do? Like, talking to them about anchors and shit is dope. Yeah, I never, never grew up looking at people in no type of way. And, you know, I honestly learned how to judge people by the character. Like, I I was raised by a blind man. A man that has seen a lot for his time and did many, many, many amazing things. So the wisdom was poured on me. And I, I thank God every day for that. that. That was one of my biggest blessings is being able to be around two people that gave me so much information and really taught me so much about life that, honestly, I wouldn't have picked up. And, and I love to slow it down and take it back to those times to teach my kids about life and, and certain things. And the biggest one was, you know, we all fought together. When when we came here, it wasn't good for Puerto Ricans, blacks, Irish, Italians. We all had to fight. We all had to fight. And at the end of the day, it wasn't what color of the skin. It was who was fighting with you and for what. If we was all fighting for the right and fighting for freedom, because that's all it was. Because when you come here, what they do? They throw you in the fucking ghetto. They give you fucking... You have no fucking way out because there's no work. There's no training available to even give you that fucking work. Because 30 years later in the same neighborhoods, the same exact crimes are happening and nobody's doing shit about it. Because they forced us to sell drugs, commit crime. I don't care what nobody says. It may not be right, but that's what it was. You can't give people a subpar lifestyle forever. They're going to want more. It's just human nature. We always want more. So we're going to hustle. 
You know, when you live in the ghetto, what you don't realize is that you don't have much. So your imagination is very, very powerful. Your your intuition for things is very powerful. Now, not everyone. Granted, some people just don't got the juice. But there's many, many hustlers that come out of those hard situations because they're able to use that imagination. They're able to use that ingenuity from not having and making things work and understanding business by trying to pull a profit and understanding what capitalism really is and what the free market is, which entail leads them to understanding why this country is so dope. You see, because my grandfather knew he wasn't going to make it. He told me I had to make it. He said, you the one. You have to. I never understood that. Like, I thought I was like the anointed one. And I still do in some type of way. But that's for another conversation. But I understand now because I look at what came before me and I see that they lost the opportunity as well. My grandfather didn't believe in the banking system. So we never had money in the bank. My great-grandfather left over $2 million in Chase Bank, Manhattan. Nobody fought for it. That money will be worth 20 30 40 maybe even a billion dollars today. It was back in the 50s. Nobody did anything about it. Nobody knew anything about it. My grandfather didn't believe in credit. Paid for cash, everything. I didn't grow up with my mother. But I saw what was going on around me. I saw how people lived. I saw how people moved. I knew what I wanted to do with myself. So I got it. You're the one. You're right. I got to learn from what I see. It may have took me a little while. I'm happy my music took off. I'm happy those things worked. But that that shit doesn't happen for everybody in those neighborhoods. At all. Some, you know, it's a very small percentage that come out. Some people really get stuck in that shit and they can't come out. Poor education, you know, the outreach isn't really working. There's so many things. Um, the biggest weakness is not knowing. The biggest weakness is not even understanding the system. My grandfather was afraid of something that he didn't understand. And he thought that they were able to just take his money and do what they please when they wanted to. And a lot of people feel that way. And a lot of people don't understand how to work credit. And a lot of people refuse to even touch these programs and these things and these tools that they can have in their hands because they don't understand and they're afraid. Some people continue to rent. Some people continue to live in bad areas and don't understand that you will spend less in a better neighborhood because you don't need certain things anymore. You're not doing certain things anymore. There's a lot of habits that can help you. It has to be taught, though. When I see a celebrity like Colin Kaepernick, protest police brutality I go let's see where it goes right because this is pretty bold um no matter how you look at it working for the NFL is a job and you're protesting at work for something that honestly has nothing to do with you I'm a firm believer of not dealing with shit that has nothing to do with you like why are you digging into it but whatever you want to be virtuoso and you want to help the world go for it What did he do, though? You see, what I saw was a war. Blacks on white. Fuck the NFL. No, fuck you. It's white supremacy. Black lives matters. They hate. They hate. They hate. They hate. They're fighting. They're killing. He protested and did nothing. 
He gave hope to the hopeless and did nothing. At the end of the day, Colin Kaepernick is a fucking pussy. And he walked away with a bag of money. What has he done in your community? If you live in an area that deals with these issues, that you feel like you're oppressed because the police may be dealing with shit in a way that you don't feel comfortable, and and honestly, you just know the environment isn't going to change, ask why Colin Kaepernick did nothing. Took his money and he ran, but he did nothing for anyone. They caused war. People were killed over this shit. Motherfuckers was losing their fucking mind over this NFL bullshit. Tensions were fucking ridiculous. That's a fucking crime what he did. He didn't have a plan. He was scared. He was scared and he's an idiot. I'm not, he's stupid. What was the purpose of any of this shit? I have a problem with people that use scare tactics. I have a problem with people that pick on kids. I got a problem with people that pick on old people. I got a problem with people that pick on people that don't know no better. The hopeless. You know the good-hearted folk that don't know no better? Some stupid motherfucker comes around telling them all these dumbass stories about how they're going to give them shit and help them with this and help them with that. They had you believing that if you worked for the NFL, you were a slave. You're making hundreds of millions of dollars. What part of that equals slave? Everything you do now is racist. Hundreds of millions of dollars to play a game. You're a slave? What? It wasn't protesting the flag. It wasn't protesting the anthem. It was never that. He said he was protesting police brutality. But someone that isn't from or of that shouldn't dig into that without at least having a legitimate plan. You give hope to people that really need it. Chicago is still struggling. Baltimore is still struggling. New York is struggling. California is struggling. Shit, Vegas is struggling. We have homeless problems. We have drug problems. I'm not saying we can fix everything. But I'm saying if we focused on the right things and we stopped bitching at each other and really looked around, you would see things aren't that bad. These conversations are so weird to me. They talk about black people on TV as if it's never been. Oh, it's an all-black show. Motherfucker, I grew up on black TV. Every time somebody announces something and it's a black person, they make it seem like it's the most amazing thing, and I love that. But why are you downplaying the ones that came before? This is not new, you guys. The minorities have done many, many things. And I'm sorry if I've said this before, but I mean it. The the fact that, and white people, I love y'all. Y'all know I fuck with y'all, but y'all had a head start, right? So my grandfather... Although he was here doing this thing in the 40s and 50s, he didn't believe in the banking system, so he didn't acquire land, he didn't own any property, he didn't start a business, he wasn't paying taxes in that manner, he was a drug dealer. Your grandfather was able to start a small business, and at the time it was a smaller population, so he was able to corner the market and develop a great thing. And you know what? I can't be mad at that. If I had the opportunity, I'd do it too. Did your grandfather know that it was going to lead to a multi-million dollar business and take care of your life? Not at all, but he took a chance and he did it. My grandfather sold drugs and said, fuck that, I'm living this street shit. I can't take it while I'm gone, so fuck it, let's make it and burn it, bitch. Was that right? No. Was that the life he lived? It was. Your grandfather saved. Your grandfather hired people. Your grandfather understood the system and ran a business that grew. 
Your grandfather had friends that helped him with these things, that guided him, because we help one another when we look alike. And that's okay. It's okay if white people help white people, y'all. It's not bad. It's okay because black folk help black folk. Spanish folk help Spanish folk. That's just how we rock. The Asians help the Asians, okay? And it'd be nice if we help one another, but it is what it is. Not a bad thing. It's totally okay. You feel comfortable where you feel comfortable. We can't judge you for being comfortable. It's this. That's where the race shit gets weird, right? Because we say black power, but you can't say white power. You say you la raza, and they they've turned la raza into my bad. They turned la raza into like this. It's a racial thing, like it's a gang thing. Like yeah, okay, gangsters say it, but I mean it's not. But why is that a bad thing to be proud of your shit, right? Like that's strange to me. Like I pride is pride, and not all white people are the same. So we all have to understand that. And black people ain't the same. Not all black people are from Africa. That's that's the thing too. Same shit with white folks. Um, so as your grandfather's building his business and. You know, he has your mom or dad and and they run the business, too. And he gives them a piece of the business and there's equity building. And throughout time, that business either does well or collapses. Things happen. Let's just say your business flurries. Let's say it doesn't. How about your grandfather's business failed, but your dad saw what happened and what he did wrong. And now your dad tried to figure it out and your dad got it right. So now in the 80s and 90s, your pops is building off of your grandfather's business with his help, his guidance, his mentorship, which is priceless. And my mom and my dad, well, my dad skipped town and went to Washington to go to school. He actually became a computer engineer. He didn't do anything for me. My mother, she didn't do that. My mother lived a life. Your mother and father ran that business. A smaller big business, whichever it was. They ran it. You helped them run it over the summers. We make fun of you for working with your parents. We think it's gay. And we call you names. And you say, Xavier, what do you do for money? And I say, I sell drugs. That don't come with a bank account. That don't come with savings. I have large amounts of money on me. A weapon or two. And probably more drugs to sell as we hang out. That's just what I do. Was it right? Nah, was it wrong? It was my environment. It was the jungle that I grew up in. It was what I did. So, let's say that your father's business failed. Now, you're third generation. You have two failed businesses. You have two examples of what not to do. And now you're able to take that and scrape it together and figure it out. Your grandfather and father didn't do too bad in life because they understood the 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 value of a dollar and they saved and they taught you how to save and how to build credit. And right out of high school, you already had a 700 credit score with $10,000 in savings from some fucking junk bond that your grandfather got for you on some whim in 1986 while fucking doing blow with your grandma on a fucking Barney's or some shit. My grandfather was selling your grandfather the blow. But I digress. You have a foundation that's amazing to start a business you have two generations of what worked what didn't work uh key moments of failure key moments of successes and honestly there was never a failure because it was a learning moment from both and you have all of that knowledge now to build your business and it's fucking successful i want to start a business i don't have a foundation 
nobody's helping me nobody teaches me about taxes or how to fucking pay them how to file how to start a business what it, what a business even means nobody teaches me any of these things but i did it i failed probably more than i've succeeded but i did it multiple businesses and multiple times my bad i was gonna say multiple times multiple businesses like i thought i fucked that one up but i did i didn't have a foundation so with all my failures and my successes i've been able to provide homes multiple homes for my kids multiple vehicles leisures that honestly we don't even need to talk about i've been able to provide them a great life that will be so far separated from where i came from i mean listen it wasn't that long ago that i had roaches crawling in my house i'm 32 i was at home at 15 that was 16 years ago there was roaches in that house everywhere we're not talking the 80s we're talking 90s and early 2000s that was real life for me Really turning on the kitchen lights and cockroaches were everywhere. You had to wash plates all the time because roaches were crawling them. And you had to wash your spoons and forks every fucking time. And there'd be little cockroach stuff everywhere. And we would have all these chemicals and squeezy things and little boxes and glue traps. And every fucking cockroach goddamn thing in the fucking store. Nothing would fucking work. And that was everyday life. That was everyday life for years and years and years. And I'll be fucking goddamned if my kids ever live like that. Ever. Because it wasn't my grandfather and grandmother's fault. Nobody taught them. It wasn't my mother's fault that nobody taught her. But I'll be goddamned if I continue to live working for someone else. And not being able to leave behind a legacy and something tangible for my children to hold on to and be able to use so that they can grow and live a life that... Even I won't be able to obtain. My grandchildren are, be, are millionaires. I was going to say would become millionaires. No, no, they are. We've been able to save money for our kids in certain ways and certain things. And you'll learn how to do this as you get, you know, go through these journeys of building your business and, and different savings and different investments. That's why I do this. To help and put that out there. I see a Kaepernick out here doing what he's doing. People are fighting and people are screaming at each other and they hate each other over a person that grew up in an environment that was not like this. Didn't have to deal with any of these fucking turmoils and hasn't done a damn thing because he didn't speak to any fucking police officer. He didn't go to any fucking hood and help any fucking kid. All they did was sit on fucking Twitter. And then everybody said, wait, the fuck is he protesting for? And why did he get paid? He took a settlement and did what with it to help the community? I screamed that for months, and y'all called me crazy. Jay-Z does it. Some people hate him. Some people understand him. I 1,000% support him and understand him. And I'm glad I'm not as crazy as everybody fucking thought I was, because, it, it, oh boy, it's not fun. It's not fun at all. I take a lot of shots. You know, I, I'm the sacrificial lamb. misleading the people is ridiculous trying to force things on the people is ridiculous and and they do that by taking power from you by giving you things by giving you money offering you money free this free that free this free that and i say tell them to shut the fuck up you don't want free college you want better elementary schools better middle schools and better high schools who needs college 
College is supposed to be to advance your career because all college is is the basics of a fucking career that you will learn more of on the job. What's the purpose, guys? What's the fucking purpose? A piece of paper that says you went to cocksuckerschool.com. I can't stop burping. You went to cocksuckerschool.com. You saw it. Pause. I had to say that again. And you think you're better than me? I mean, those conversations have gone out the window a long time ago. This college is needed as. I, I want I, I can't say it. Some people require it. I get it. Some things do need training, but it's not college training. Like most of the fucking things you can go into, you can learn in high school and you can do. And there's certain things that maybe you will not comprehend and you should wait till you're a little bit older. I mean, hence why so many people change their majors when they do go to school. I just I, I don't like shitting on the idea of going to college, but I do it all the time. I, and I don't mean don't go to college. I just mean either you go to college for something that's going to better your education or you go for your leisure. You see what I'm saying? I don't think the government should back a leisure degree. We know what the value of a degree is. You know, we, we can have a calculation of if you get an architect's degree, you'll be a part of the 80 percentile that does X amount of dollars a year, yada, yada, yada. Yeah, that may be true. In reality, you might start at some fucking firm making 30K a year for like five years, and then you'll finally get your big break and jump up to 150, 200,000. These are reality things. But mind you, you're, you're making 30 a year and you're paying back the 150,000 that you took out for that architect's loan excuse me, architectural degree. And you're paying back that shit forever and ever and ever. And by the time you can enjoy your money, you're old. But that's how it goes. Now, am I saying you could have been an architect uh, at 1918? Fuck no. What I'm saying is you could have taken a vocation that puts you at maybe an apprentice level. And as you were going to school, getting you know more education and advancing more, you know, you would be at a firm and you would be moving up accordingly. Like, hey, we need somebody to work on such and such. Oh, you know what? I'm, I'm actually, I, I just passed that and I have this, this, that, and the third. Perfect. I think companies would take great advantage of having something like this. Almost like, what's what doctors do. You know, they do hands-on. They go to school and they learn and they do a residency. I think all jobs should do that, especially jobs that pay very good money because you would want to keep the, the company culture alive and you would want to keep um, the ideas that, you know, made the company work continuously growing, you know, and, and adjusting accordingly. Nothing's ever perfect. You have to always adjust and uh, adjustments need to be made um, very slowly and methodically, never aggressively and never just on a whim. Um, and I know I'm drifting off again. I'm so sorry. Uh, fuck. Where were we? Ugh. I hate when I do that because I get into it. y'all. I swear to God, I get into it and we're like 40. Okay. Let me finish by saying this about the Colin Kaepernick thing. I knew he was full of shit when there was never any meetings at the White House with any politicians, with anybody that can do anything that would help the community. I knew it was bullshit. I said it. I, I was fucking chopped down for it, but I stood. I stood my ground, and I did not back down. I'm glad it's all coming to the light, and I'm glad people understand that I'm not racist, and I wasn't being a bigot or being this or being that. I was just being honest, and the NFL is your job you can't do that at your job. And if you're protesting for discretions in the streets and for injustice, go fix it. Don't just protest. Jay-Z's right. We're done kneeling. We're we're getting shit done now. Kneel all you want. It means dick. It means dick. You've done nothing. 
It's all virtue signaling. They've done shit. We have to stop being led by people that don't understand what they're talking about. He's a multimillionaire. How does he know what it's like to be broke like you? Now, I know some people become multimillionaires that come from being broke just like you. Other people don't. Some people come from that life that is a little bit better than, than others. And, you know, we have that leisure now that we have a lot of people that live that way. And that's totally fine. But people that take advantage of the hood and the ghetto and those discretions, you're the, worth, you're the most fucking bottom dollar people. Yo, people idolize superstars when they're in, in, in distressed neighborhoods and they live in, you know, low income areas. Like, you know, you look up to those people. You look up to celebrities. You You think that they're, you know... They're a celebrity, so they've honestly done something, you know, different than you have. And a lot of people know them. They have recognition. So they obviously got to be smart, right? Because everybody knows them. And, and yeah, if they're protesting, I got to protest too. Like, we got to stand together. And you're not even standing with them. They're not standing with you. None of them are. They never were. It's the craziest shit to me. We're not going in a recession. I'll come back tomorrow and talk about that. Matter of fact, I might jump on live right now and talk about the recession. My name's Kasabian Lavo, living the moment. I'm sorry I was all over the place like bird shit, but therapist says you got to lead with love. So fuck y'all. Deuces.